0: Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app. The Oracle Network. Look Look deeper. Due to the mature
1: content of this program, listener discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into The Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. Today, you just get Mandy. Uh, Unfortunately, due to some scheduling conflicts, Hugh and I were not able to record together. Uh, So I apologize. I know you guys love huge ass all up in your face. So my apologies. It's just me. So hi. Welcome to the episode. So today, I wanted to talk about something that's actually near and dear to my heart. And I know. Before you rant on about why the hell it would be, because I know you know what we're going to talk about based on the title, you just hold on to those little panties, my friend, because we're about to dive all kinds of deep into the topic. And guess what the topic is? It's witchcraft. Yes, I know you guys are totally excited about it. I wanted to do witchcraft because one, it's always intrigued me, and two, it's spooky season. So what better way to get into that Halloween spirit than to talk about witches and witchcraft? Am I right? I know I'm right. I'm right. So to start off, let's first go over what witchcraft is, how it can be used for both good and bad, and why so many people seem to think it's the work of the quote unquote devil. Even though most people who are witches, they don't even believe in the concept of the devil because in all honesty, it's a Christian concept. It's an Abrahamic religion concept. It's not really viewed in any other religion. They have their variations of it, but the devil, in the context that we'll be discussing it, is in fact an Abrahamic religion idea. So with that, we're going to discuss the history of witchcraft and witches by hopping on over to our beloved Wikipedia. So, according to Wikipedia, witchcraft, or witchery, is the practice of magical skills, spells, and abilities. Witchcraft is a broad term that varies culturally and societally, and thus can be difficult to define with precision. Historically and currently in most traditional cultures worldwide, notably in Asia, South America, Africa, the African diaspora, and indigenous communities in the Americas, the term is commonly associated with those who use supernatural means to cause harm to the innocent. In places such as the Philippines, witches are viewed as those opposed to the sacred indigenous religions— In contrast, anthropologists writing about healers in indigenous communities either use the traditional terminology of these cultures or broad anthropological terms like, quote-unquote, shaman. In the modern era, some use, quote-unquote, witch to refer to benign, positive, and neutral practices of modern paganism, such as divination or spellcraft, but this is primarily a modern Western popular culture phenomenon. Belief in witchcraft is often present within societies and groups whose cultural framework includes a magical worldview. So that was just a little brief intro from Wikipedia on kind of the backstory of witchcraft. So now this part Hugh would have taken over, but since it's just me, I'm gonna keep reading. And that's the concept of witchcraft. And this again, I'll leave the link down below. This this is the concept from Wikipedia. It seems pretty good from what I read of it. It seems pretty spot on. So according to Wikipedia the concept of witchcraft and the belief in its existence have persisted throughout recorded history. They have been present or central at various times and in many diverse forms among cultures and religions worldwide, including both today. Historically, the predominant concept of witchcraft in the Western world derives from Old Testament laws against witchcraft and entered the mainstream when belief in witchcraft gained church approval in the early modern period. In a theosophical conflict between good and evil, where witchcraft was generally evil, and often associated with the devil and devil worship. This culminated in deaths, torture, and scapegoating, which means casting blame for misfortune, and many years of large-scale witch trials and witch hunts, especially in Protestant Europe, before largely ceasing during the European Age of Enlightenment. Christian views in the modern day are diverse and cover the gamut of views from intense belief and opposition, especially by Christian fundamentalists, to non-belief and even approval in some churches. From the mid-20th century, witchcraft, sometimes called contemporary witchcraft, to clearly distinguish it from older beliefs, became the name of a branch of modern paganism. It is most notably practiced in the Wiccan and modern witchcraft traditions, and it is no longer practiced in secrecy. The Western mainstream Christian view is far from the only societal perspective about witchcraft. Many cultures worldwide continue to have widespread practices and cultural beliefs that are loosely translated into English as quote-unquote witchcraft. Although the English translation masks a very great diversity in their forms, magical beliefs, practices, and place in their societies. During the age of colonialism, many cultures across the globe were exposed to the modern Western world via colonialism, usually accompanied and often preceded by intensive Christian missionary activity. In these cultural beliefs that were related to witchcraft and magic were influenced by the prevailing Western concepts of the time. Witch hunts, scapegoating, and the killing or shunning of suspected witches still occur in the modern era. Suspicion of modern medicine due to the beliefs about illness being due to witchcraft also continues in many countries to this day, with serious healthcare consequences. HIV and AIDS and Ebola virus disease are two examples of often lethal infectious disease epidemics whose medical care and containment has been severely hampered by regional beliefs in witchcraft. Other severe medical conditions whose treatment is hampered in this way include tuberculosis, leprosy, epilepsy, and the common severe bacterial Beruli ulcer. All right, so from that, I know it was a lot of words coming at you, so (laughs) hope you you took all that in, giggity. But from what we can tell from that, the mere subject of witchcraft has been around a very, and I mean very, long time. You, You can tell it's all throughout history, most notably the Salem witch trials, when innocent people even. Some of them, yes, they were probably involved in witchcraft, but a lot of innocent people were killed based solely on suspicion. And it really had no basis. So the fact that that occurred, and according to the article I just read, it still happens to this day that paganism, witchcraft, any type of witchcraft, regardless if it's good or bad, is viewed in such a negative light. And that's what we wanted to discuss today, is kind of shed some light on witchcraft, the different types, and why people might view it as good or bad. So, I mean, many, many, many cultures view witchcraft in both positive and negative light, depending on who you're talking to. And practitioners such as witch doctors have and still are used to this day to help heal sick or wounded or to help reverse a supposed curse on someone. In my eyes, just looking at that, I, I don't think that as evil. <laughs> it's a, it's a doctor, but they lean more towards the homeopathic and the metaphysical type of healing methods. So there are many different views and concepts revolved around witchcraft, and it's it's an umbrella term for a lot of different things. So while there are many good practitioners of witchcraft, and they really all they really want to do is bring positivity and light and push out darkness. There are many others who prefer to use witchcraft to harm others and use the negative aspect of it. Some may even combine the two to assure that they have a certain outcome. And we're going to actually get to that in a bit. But before, one thing I want to mention is many countries who have strict Abrahamic religions as their main religion. So that includes Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Those are the three main Abrahamic religions. They're monotheistic. Many cultures who have those religions as their one main religion or, you know, it's the majority, they'll oftentimes search out witchcraft practitioners, they'll attack them, they'll torture them, burn them, much like the Salem witch trials, or bury them alive. And there's many other methods of killing these people, regardless if they're actually witches or not. And I mean, regardless of what someone believes in, those acts of merciless violence are never acceptable, ever especially when many times the people being accused more than likely never hurt anyone to deserve such treatment. It's just based off of mere speculation or accusations. And, you know, going back to those Salem witch trials, how people were so quick to condemn people with such little evidence, whether or not they were witches, that's irrelevant. They viewed it as bad and they would search these people, innocent, guilty, whatever, And they would kill them in horrific ways. I I know most of you probably know the Salem Witch Trials, but the ways they killed those people was awful. And I mean, I I guess hatred just runs deep in the hearts of many, and it's extremely angering. But to tone down my emotions here, because you can tell I am very passionate about this, and there's reasons. I'm not going to project those onto anybody, but I have very strong emotions to this because regardless of what somebody believes in, they should never be harmed in this kind of way, ever. (laughs) So off of that, one thing I want to mention, although Hugh is not here with us for this episode, I do have actually a guest who wanted to be a part of this episode. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get her on Skype. She doesn't have Skype. And that's our friend Cass. Cass, she's a loyal listener. She's my good friend, and she's a practicing witch, and she's actually going to be discussing some of the common misconceptions of witchcraft, as well as some historical tidbits that I didn't really go over, and they're actually really, really interesting. So with that said, take it away, Cass.
0: Hello, and blessed be to all magic and non-magic folk listening. First, I'd like to say thank you very much to Mandy Morbid and Hugh Jass for inviting me onto the show. All right, Let's break down some myths and shed a little light on a subject so controversial. I want to start by diving right into what is meant by the use of the craft in terms of dark magic and light magic. Witches come in a majority of three groupings. We don't say good or bad. There is only dark and the light. Light cannot exist without the dark, and dark cannot exist without the light. Neither are bad or good. They're merely an energy that can do different things. For example... Light energy is used for blessings and healing, like people who do Reiki healing. Dark energy is used for creation and love. And yes, that includes any love spells. Although both energies can be used for negative actions. And that's where the misconception lies. It's not the energy that is bad. It's just bad people using it for negative agendas. As I said, with these energies, there is three groupings. There is white or light witches who use only light energy in rituals and casting. Black or dark witches, who use mainly dark energy for rituals and casting. And then there is what I am, a grey witch, which is someone who uses both light and dark together in a balance. There is another form of groupings of witches that states their specialized ability, or what we call our path. There's the kitchen witch, sea witch, hedge witch, meaning someone who specializes in more paranormal, and uh, prefers to work alone, not in a coven, and that's what I happen to be. Green witch, and so many more. On the subject of the devil, not all witches believe in the Christian Satan, but some actually do. First, I'd like to state that witchcraft itself is not a religion, but a spiritual ability, and anyone in any religion can be a witch, as the term is not religious or gender-specific, which basically means that Guys are called witches, and so are girls. There's no warlock or anything like that. Actually, the premise behind warlock, never ever call a witch that. It's an insult. It means oathbreaker, literally translated, just to let you know. Anyway, literally anyone can be a witch if they have the ability. I've met pagan witches, Baphomet witches, Buddhist witches, atheist witches, and Christian witches in my time, just to name a few. The ones that don't believe in the Christian devil or a hell or an underworld, or whatever, for the majority, are probably Wiccans, which is actually a newer branch off religion founded in 1939 by a man named Gerald Brazow Gardner. I hope I said that right. Loosely based off the neo-pagan act of witchcraft, but for the most part its own thing, and is recognized as an organized religion. Wiccans form their religion around the refusal to acknowledge Christian gods of any kind. They work under the rule of three, which means karma comes in threes, and they don't curse or hex. While the rest of witchcraft does fully allow the following, with more of a rule that if you send out dark energy towards anyone, and it isn't justified, that dark energy will come back to you because it's displaced. Which is a rule everywhere. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Magic is merely a science that is, for the most part, unexplained. I myself am an eclectic pagan which eclectic means the collection of, and pagan meaning the worship of more than one god. I believe in gods from Norse, Celtic, Greek, Egyptian, and more. I've been to Catholic and Christian churches alike, and have studied all religions that interested me, and finding myself that the best faith is taking bits and parts of all of them and putting it together and making something that made sense ultimately to me. Witches are known around the world. The most common witch in every part of the globe being Lilith, who is also known as the mother of demons and the very first witch. Lilith was painted as evil because she opposed the Christian god, wanting to make her own garden where she was considered an equal. One of the cruder myths around her is that she eats children, which in turn is why all witches are assumed to eat children. This is all fear-based rumors. An interesting piece of history with witches that is actually my favorite is the lore of us flying on broomsticks. We obviously can't fly, otherwise I wouldn't need a driver's license. But where did this myth come from? Well, way, way back in time, a rumor was spread that witches have a secret recipe to flight that involves a mandrake root. People were terrified of pulling the root from the ground because it was strongly believed that if uprooted, it would demonically scream until your ears bled and you died and that witches were the only ones to be able to remove them from the earth without being harmed by them, and were also the ones to make the plant do this in the first place, so others couldn't take their precious root that gave them the ability to fly and giving others the ability. But how was it done? Funny enough, it was merely a metaphor for drug use, actually. The mandrake root is a poison that witches would often, and knew the right dose for, put a small bit in their tea to hallucinate, which would aid in astral projection. And to witches, that's pretty much like flying. It was also used as a painkiller as well. Taking too much of the mandrake poison would, of course, kill you. So witches kept this recipe protected to stop the death of dumb people and end up getting blamed for it, I suspect, as they were blamed for everything. As for the broom part, we actually do use brooms, but we don't ride them. They're for visually sweeping unwanted dark energy from the home, much like a dream catcher on a stick. It also is used in Wiccan weddings to be jumped over by the new couple to represent the start of a new beginning. Otherwise, it's just to keep your house clean. Throughout history, witches have been depicted as troublesome, hellish creatures who brought drought, disease, and misfortune. When really, if you look into the real history, most witches were nurses, Midwives, apothecaries, doctors, healers, advice bringers, hell, even the national medical symbol is an apothecary rod, which is basically a wand, and a snake, both known symbols for the craft. Well, I think I've talked your ears off enough, and I hope they aren't bleeding. In close, I leave you with this. People fear what they don't understand, and therefore they judge it and try to eliminate it because it's now a threat to them. But within hearing that, who's the real monsters then?
1: All right, everybody, let's all give Cass a round of applause for that. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Sorry, I'm such a dork. But yeah, she she presented that in such a beautiful way. I really do hope that one day we can all get on Skype, me, you, and Hugh, and we can discuss this even in more depth, because this this was great. All in fun for Halloween, guys. It's awesome. So we definitely wanted to thank you, Cass, for working on this episode with us because we really appreciated it. And it's nice to have an actual practitioner bring light onto many of the misconceptions on witchcraft, as well as the witchcraft community. And you worded it beautifully. So everybody, Cass is awesome. So now that we've dived extra deep into the topics of witchcraft, guess what's coming next? You guessed it. It's time for those closing statements. Oh, yeah. Buckle up if you enjoy our show and want to help us spread that dark cheer all around then please share our episodes with your family and friends through social media or in person whichever way you spread the love we don't judge also to show your support and admiration if you haven't already please head on over to apple itunes and leave us a review to let us know you actually give a damn about us because you know what we need that reassurance For anyone who leaves us a five-star rating and review, we'll be sending out some awesome Depth of Darkness stickers. So if that tickles your fancies, then don't wait any longer. Leave that review and send us a screenshot of it, and we'll send you your sticker. But wait, there's more. (laughs) There's more, guys. Just hold on. If you want to go even deeper down into the bowels of darkness, that's real deep. You know it is. Then definitely check out our Patreon tiers. Our patrons get weekly bonus content, shout-outs, merch, and a whole bunch more of exclusive goodies that you won't get anywhere else. So definitely check it out for more huge ass in your face, because we know how you like that. And with that said, everybody, thanks for tuning in today. we were really excited for all of our upcoming episodes in honor of the spooky season, so definitely stay tuned for more awesome content. And until next time, bye!
0: There's Father's Day, and then there's Father's Day at Lowe's, where Dad can experience it all, like a Craftsman 224-piece mech set for $129 and a Blackstone griddle starter kit, including cover and accessories for $198. So this year, let Dad loose at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, Craftsman tool set and Blackstone griddle starter kit offer available 610 through 623, U.S. only. Hey, guys, this is Gabby Douglas.